This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Uh, oh, we have a laundromat uh, situation. It's the last time you were in a laundromat. Okay, don't hate me, everybody. It was the beginning of winter because I, <laughs> I had to wash my horse blankets. Yeah. Yeah. Sun Prairie woman claims she was attacked at a laundromat. Mm. Oh, she took somebody's clothes out of a dryer. There, here we go. Uh, resp- officers responding Main Street Laundry, Sun Prairie. Sunday, woman called 911. She was attacked by another woman who she said she stabbed in self-defense. 27 dudes spoke with Thompson, who said the heated argument started with, after the victim moved the suspect's clothes out of the dryer. See, what's he got to get on that? Uh, well... If you're not there and they're waiting for your dryer. Five minutes? Ten minutes? Yeah. Right. She had moved the suspect's clothes from what were in four dryers to two dryers because she was trying to use the dryers herself. Now, that's interesting. She didn't put it out on a table. Right. She just combined so uh, to free up some dryer space. The victim told officers she waited for a while for the other woman to come back. Here we go. Before moving the clothes. Suspect hadn't come back, so she moved the clothes and combined them in two from four. Thompson said when the suspect returned, she was mad and upset, and the two women began fighting. Oh, yeah. The argument went on for 10 minutes. Jesus. When the victim claims the suspect physically attacked her, that's when she pulled out a knife and stabbed the suspect, and now is claiming self-defense. Thompson said the suspect, Candace McWilliams, left the scene before officers arrived. What's that tell you? Guilty. She later called police and told them she was stabbed twice. McWilliams had minor injuries taken to the hospital. Thompson and McWilliams will face off at UFC uh, Battle at Monona Terrace Saturday night <laughs> to, to finish off the laundromat royale. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, Thompson said McWilliams is facing potential charge for disorderly conduct. See? And the lady, that the stabber, she's just fine. Some police still still investigating if the suspect and victim knew each other. Uh, a spokesman said as of Wednesday they had not received referral for charges against McWilliams. She's the one that came and got pissed. Thompson said stuff. Yeah, I would I would say moving somebody's laundry, I would say uh, proceed at your own risk. Right? It's already hot. I mean, it's already hot in the laundromat. Nobody wants to be there. Whenever I'm in a public situation like that, I just assume I'm going to get my ass kicked by somebody. You know what I mean? Like, you just like, tread so carefully. Please don't kick my ass. Check this out. Thompson said several witnesses were in the laundromat, but nobody called police as the fight was going on. If you're inside a business, you see something occurring you think is unusual, call us right away, said the cops. We we try to de-escalate before the stabbing starts. Oof, well, so, that's where we're at, kids. Dude, it's, it's the toughest, bloodiest laundromat in Wisconsin. Sun Prairie laundromat. <laughs> People don't want to get involved. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, so we'll for sit damn there sure. and watch someone get the snit yeah. beat out of right. them before right. we're gonna. Well, there's no. Uh, I used to wash my clothes in Kansas City. I washed my clothes. Uh, where was I? Uh, Jacksonville. I had to wash my clothes at a laundromat. Birmingham. I finally had my own washer and dryer. Oh, I hit the big time. Yeah, dude. but it was at the end of a hall. <laughs> my apartment cup. I'm like, I'm like, that's a move up. Yeah. That's a move up. <sighs> I remember when my dryer broke and I had to go to the laundromat and throw some clothes in the dryer. But it, I don't know. 
I'm not going to hang out at the laundromat the whole time. Right. Like, we laughed. Set your watch. Did, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Laundromats are crazy. You're kind of... Uh, am I right? There's never an employee there. The laundromats I went to, it, they were always not, you know, I've, an employee. It's something so, broke or something like that. I've <laughs> seen an employee there the last time we went there, but he was taking change out of the machines. Oh. Gotcha. Doing that whole thing, and then he laughed. Nobody there to ref a fight if it breaks out? No. Yeah, there's, yeah, if there's no employees, there's no camera. Right. I mean, yeah, dude, schnit goes down at the laundromat, man. The one over there on, uh, is it Raymond Road, and by the ball greens, uh, we went there to wash our horse blankets, and there is a Mexican joint next door. Oh, yeah. So if you're going to do some money... They used to have a laundromat over here on Whitney Way, Duds and Sons. Yeah. You go to wash your clothes and get a beer. They had a bar there. That's fantastic. I don't know if it's still there. I don't Gee, think. what could have gone wrong? <laughs> it's like Chuck E. Cheese. I don't understand. Just that, just that wine. Uh, why did it go away? That'd be weird uh, if we were in the laundromat and uh, I was watching you and I'm like, oh, yeah. Her uh, uh, little uh, bell just went off the dryer. She's going to pull some panties out and fold them right in front of me. Oh, yeah. Then you pull out a horse blanket. I'd be like, oh, no. Oh, that's a, not very sexy. Yeah. Then you got to run the, the things again to clean the <laughs> machine. Uh, yeah. And who wants to smell clean panty? Give me them dirty ones. What up, lady? She's, <laughs> she's going to bend over and pull them panties out of that dryer. No. Nope. Oh, yeah. Been over and grab my Glock. I come to the laundromat a lot to meet ladies. Oh yeah, yeah. Give me some laundromat etiquette here. What do you? How do you? How do you roll at the laundromat? Hello. They gotta bring back that fighting, that boxing out there. Got to grow. Yeah. Uh, true. I mean, uh, I guess, I guess you don't need it if you're watching fights at the laundromat. <laughs> you know, scheduled three rounder. But yeah, so you walk into a laundromat, all the dryers are full. And uh, you look at four of them, and they're done. Somebody, sell, somebody else's clothes are done. Yeah. I don't – see, I don't go there enough, so I don't know. But I don't – being a rookie at a laundromat, I don't think I'd pull somebody's clothes out. There's a rule in life. If you have to ask if something's bad, it's probably bad. Well – Pulling somebody else's clothes out of a laundromat, out of a washing or a dryer – but I, I'm like, look, dude, this is a public place. Yeah, and people got places to be. I get it. These are communal machines. Yeah, right. And so you have a limited time mm-hmm. after the bell dings to get your crap <laughs> out of there because other people need to use it. And if you are too selfish to be in there to take your clothes off, then you need or, – or, Take your clothes out. Not off. Don't take your clothes off at the laundromat. Ding, socks are done. Ding, socks are done. Yeah. If you aren't back around, you don't have your snit together enough right, to be right. back there to take it out. You need to be you expecting should, that somebody's going to take it out. You should put a sign up that says, um, if you are uh, uh, not attending your machine after five minutes, somebody can put them in a basket. Yeah. Other people need to get their yeah. laundry no, done, I, too. Right. I get it. I get it. You know, and what if she was on a tight schedule? Right. What if she had to get her laundry done and go and pick up her kid or whatever, you know? 
I, whatever. I'm so tired of selfish, entitled people. It's driving me absolutely. Jesus, man. <laughs> what are you going to end every sentence with? Oh, yeah, for. Oh, yeah. What are you, yeah. Randy Macho Man Savage or well, what? Well, yeah, I'm doing a fight impression, you dildo. We're talking about fights down at the laundromat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You got to throw in some Randy Macho Man. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. I think he liked it when you called him a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, you got to be careful with the cleaners, or somebody will take you to the cleaners. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. All right, what's going on at the laundromat out there? She's just angry, waiting for a reason. Oh. Uh, maybe. Ready, ready to pounce, I mean, wound tight? I mean, I mean. Maybe. Why Why are your socks more special than somebody else that's been waiting? I, I, I would think now that we start talking about it, it'd be more routine to not take something out of Right. Somebody's trying. Totally. I've never done it, but I, I have used public laundromats. I When I lived in an apartment complex and we had shared uh, washers and dryers, I've yeah. had my laundry taken out of the dryer by somebody else. And I didn't mind. I knew it was my bad. I didn't get back in time to right. do it. You forget. Right. You start whatever. making margaritas. Whatever. Start making margaritas. You know, yeah. fine. Take my clothes out of there. And there was, a, you know, there's like a utility table. And it would happen a lot in that apartment complex. You just put it on the utility table. Dude, I am happy to hear or whatever. that you did not get your freshly washed panties in a bunch. No. I appreciate it. Daddy, no. Good morning. She had four dryers going. That's a lot. Come on, lady. Yeah, that's a lot. You're you're monopolizing the laundry. I agree, dude. Now that we, we're, yeah. we're figuring it out. This is why we talk. This is why we have a laundromat talk uh, discussion. What's this segment yeah. called? Oh, laundromat. <laughs> Shoot, I forgot. What you you got to have the title, then you, then you can run the show. Laundry Madness. Uh, laundry Madness. Laundry Madness. Thank uh, you. Cl- close enough. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, thanks. Have a good day. You're listening to Laundry Madness. <laughs> brought, brought to you by Tide Pods. <laughs> and the bitch with a knife. And Tito's. And Tito's. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You can't. But this is where we're at. You know, that woman who does not own those machines. Yeah. Her stuff is way more important than your stuff. And if you don't think that applies to every aspect of her life, oh, yeah. you're out of your mind. Not only are her socks more important than yours, her kids more important than yours, her whatever, her whole life is. Right. And these are the assholes that we have to live with. Right. Oh, that's a hot take on Laundry Madness. Yeah. Brought to you by Tide Pod and Buck 110 Folding Knife. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Laundry Madness. Hello. Lauren, my question. Yeah. How did she know all four drives are being used by the same girl? Oh well, uh, oh that's a, she stabbed her friend. Uh, oh, now that's a, now there's a question I hadn't a point I hadn't considered. Uh, what if they were uh, not the, the sole ladies for dryer? It doesn't even matter, really. It, I know, if, but if, if I, you would have put somebody else's clothes in somebody's dryer, you would have had chaos at laundry. Yeah, totally. But uh, you would have had kung fu fighting. Oh man, everybody, everybody. That's a great fighting. point, caller. Uh, that's our caller of the day on Laundry Madness. But it Tell everybody wins. Tide pods and a kick in the ass. <sighs> this it, is why you got to call Dan and buy a house, ladies and gentlemen. Educated mortgage. Less stress. God damn. You know, and it already sucks going in the laundry. I know, man. I know. And now it sucks even harder. Yep. Well, I, she, well, maybe she was there when she was loading her wash. 
while the lady with the four was loading her wash. Mm-hmm. So maybe she. Hi, how's it going? You need to hire yourself a bodyguard. Dude, how's it going? Yeah, the laundromat does. Hi, how's it going? Oh, hey there. Uh, can I turn my radio back on yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're almost done. We're, we're, oh, it's almost oh, over. Oh. It's, uh, give me well, like, give it, it off. Listen, give me like I 10 minutes. Give me like 10 minutes. I had it off. I had it off. Nobody told me when to turn it back on. Yeah, yeah, you're good. You're all clear. You're all clear. Uh, all right. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. See, I'm like a radio. He needs guidance. I'm a radio monitor. It's all good. Hi, how's it going? Hey, uh, so you're taking clothes to the laundromat and you decide you needed a knife to, to go to the laundromat. Huh? Good point. Good point. Bye. I do have my machete with me at gonna, all times, I was just going to say, I know. I And you know what? Uh, uh, based on things that happen at the laundromat, that's probably why she had a knife. Yeah. Like I said, there's no cameras. There's never an employee. It's just I don't, I don't know it's what, anarchy what, in there. What, what time of the day was this? What did I say? 6 p.m.? So, so it's dark. Okay? Yeah. All right. But uh, chick fight with a knife. And somebody, and I'm looking at you, lady, that got stabbed. Did not want to make contact with the police. That's a little fishy. I never want to make contact with police. Imagine that. You're coming into the laundromat in Sun Prairie for a leisurely evening of washing your pants, and there's a blood trail running right out the door. Turn it right around. I'll be like, nope, I'll, this, I'll turn my undies no. inside out. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Rebecca, you've been wearing the same sweatpants all week to work. Uh, what's What's happening? Hi, how's it going? Morning, Johnny P. Morning. Hey, uh, the place we frequent when the dog can't make it to the door, we have to take our, our throw rugs down there, has a sign up that says uh, uh, unattended items may be removed. There it is. Unattended machine. That's the sign. And, uh, yeah. Down south, they call them washeterias. Fun fact. Oh, I, washeterias? I didn't remember that one. That's yeah. exciting. Washeterias. Yeah. I like, like dude, that. where do I gotta go? What that are you sounds, talking you about? Know what? Right. I, I don't know why. If we're playing word association, the first thing that pops into my mind, Washeteria, insane asylum. I don't know why the two just oh, yeah. got a Holocaust. Got, they, got, they got a ring to them, man. All right, thanks, buddy. Uh, Holocaust. Right. Jesus, Jesus, dude, don't bring Hitler into we went this. Dark. We went dark, dude. Jesus Christ. Off <laughs> the rails. Less Hitler, more local. Hi, how's it going? Hey, man, this all could have been avoided. Really just make them battle it out in there, Call of Duty style with, like, uh, T-shirt cannons, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. <laughs> That's what we need. That's Dude. what we need. All right. I dig it. Thank you. This is all. This is all. We are a solutions-oriented group. I got to get down to the laundromat. I didn't know. The washeterium. The washeterium. <laughs> Holy crap. Missing out on some hot fights now. I didn't even got to pay admission to get into these fights. I'm just going to sit there and wait for something to happen. All right. So, anyways. Uh, all right. We, mm. uh, good talk, everybody. Long, yeah. lo- back Monday at Laundry Madden. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Hello? I can't come to work today. I was in a terrible plane crash. 
My entire family was killed, and I am a vegetable. Jeez. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> nice. Nice touch. Um, all right. So, Amelia Earhart. Thanks for doing that, because I'm flying out of here tomorrow. Thanks. I, I know, buddy. Appreciate you. Um, there's a new sonar image that is, Ooh. yeah, lighting some new excitement. You know what's wild is, like, when I learned about Amelia Earhart in school, yeah. I, you would think by now we would have had Amelia Earhart's disappearance solved, right? Um, and that, But I kind of, I don't want it to be solved now. Ooh. I want it to forever be this mystery for yeah. everybody. Um, anyway, a grainy sonar image recorded by a private pilot has a reinvigorated interest in one of the past century's most alluring mysteries. It's a little more romantic when you don't have a uh, like a cheapened version of what happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it could, it could be anything. It's like Indiana Jones flies off and you never hear from him again. It's, the mystery is, is part of the allure, isn't 100%. it? 100%. Yeah, I hear you. Um, what happened to Amelia Earhart when her plane vanished during her flight around the world? In 1937, while numerous expeditions have turned up nothing, only confirming that swaths of ocean floor held no trace of her twin-tailed monoplane, Tony Romeo, don't trust him already, now (laughs) believes his new South Carolina-based sea exploration. Trust me, I'm I'm the modern-day Romeo. Tony Romeo. Hey, I'm going to come upstairs and see my art collection. Hey, what? Mm Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, he believes his new South Carolina-based sea exploration company. Oh, yeah. Oh, that... is that the dude that sent the... the, the, the... <laughs> Let's see. What's a good way to... <laughs> Piece of crap to the Titanic? <laughs> I was trying to be, come up with something technical <laughs> and nice. It definitely feels like that. <laughs> All right? Um <laughs> He captured an outline of the iconic American's Lockheed 10E Electra. Archaeologists and explorers are hopeful, but they have to be. That's kind of their job. Uh, whether the tousled hair's pilot's plane or lies at roughly 16,000 feet depth remains oh to be seen. And the Titanic's 14,000. Okay. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. And debates about the proper handling of whatever object is discovered. They're mm. like, well, what do we do if this is it? Right. Uh, archivists are hopeful that Romeo's deep sea vision, that's what it's called. I don't trust this at all. Sounds like a foreigner song for some reason. Forgive me if I got deep sea vision. <laughs> Maybe not. A Romeo. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. The search is back on okay. for the first woman to fly across the Atlantic I, Ocean. Romeo wanted more of an adventure than his commercial real estate career. This is when we learn about this guy. His father flew for Pan American Airlines. His brother is an Air Force pilot, and he has a private pilot's license himself. Hailing from an aviation family, he'd long held interest in the Earhart mystery. Romeo said he sold his real estate interest to fund last year's search and yep. buy a $9 million underwater drone from a Norwegian company. The state-of-the-art technology is called a Hugen 6000, mm. a reference to its ability to break into the deepest layer of the ocean at 6,000 meters. That's 19,700 feet. So it's sonar. It doesn't. It, how, how deep does it go to get to 16,000 feet, does it say? Um, how, how far has the drone got to be down yeah, to get see. to an uh, image? A 16-person crew began a roughly 100-day oh. search in September 2023, scanning over 5,200 square miles of seafloor. Holy cow. They narrowed the probe 
to the area of Howland Island, a mid-Pacific yep, yep. uh, island between Papua New Guinea and Hawaii. But they knew that, isn't that where they pretty much triangulate mm-hmm. her last known spot? Now. This is where, I think, I think this is where Bigfoot comes in. It wasn't until, that's the new Nicki Minaj song, isn't it? It wasn't until the team reviewed sonar data in December that they saw the fuzzy yellow outline of what resembles a plane. Remember when I was a junior in high school, I saw my first yellow fuzzy outline. I remember seeing a titty in the static (laughs) pay-per-view. What do I do now? (laughs) Don't panic. (laughs) Go with your instincts. Never forget, dude. Um, in the end, we came out with an image uh, of a target we believe very strongly is Amelia's it, aircraft. It does look like it is definitely the shape of an airplane. Right. There's no denying that. Yes. Now, is it her airplane? So, the guy I saw, he's like, well, these are swept back wings. Uh, Amelia didn't have swept back wings. Oh. She had straight. It looks more like a like an old school like Vietnam jet or something. The next step is taking a camera underwater to better examine the unidentified object. Mm. If the visuals confirm the explorer's greatest hopes, Romeo said the goal would be to raise oh, the long-lost Electra. Here we go. Right. Ultimately, Romeo said his team undertook the costly adventure to solve aviation's greatest unsolved mystery. An open hatch could indicate that Earhart and her flight companion escaped after the initial impact, Romeo said. And a cockpit dial could lend insight into what exactly went wrong. So, Earhart Navigator Fred Noonan disappeared while flying from New Guinea to Howland Island as part of her attempt to become the first female pilot to circumnavigate the globe. She had radioed that she was running low on fuel. The Navy searched but found no trace. U.S. government's official position has been that Earhart and Noonan went down with the plane. Since then, theories have veered into the absurd, including aliens. No, Noonan went down first, then the plane went down. Or Earhart living in New Jersey under an alias. <laughs> Working at the Burger King. <laughs> yeah, right. With D.B. Cooper. Oh. <laughs> hey, D.B., you want to hurry up with the fries? <laughs> Come on. Others speculate that she and Noonan were ex- uh, executed by the Japanese or died as castaways on an island. Oh. There was the giant crab theory. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The giant, yes, the super giant radioactive crab. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Titanic, the reason there's no, uh, I don't think you'd find a bone because the little microorganisms at that depth, they just turn it to soup. I would think so, and yeah. And then the only thing left, yeah, is our China shoes, uh, jewelry, you know, yeah, a safe, you know. But the Titanic's going to disappear pretty quick, too. Sure. That's almost, that's going to dissolve right into the ether, dude. Um, this dude is all like, let's drop some cameras down there and take us a look. I think we ought to bomb the hell out of that spot just to see if it just churns the water up. See if a a shoe comes up. Yeah. Hey, you know what? The Bermuda Triangle sure has been quiet lately. (laughs) Don't put it out there. (laughs) I'm about to fly there. Oh, sorry. You effing idiot. (laughs) I'm. (laughs) You are such a douche. You know damn well I'm about to fly there. I, when this story popped up on my news feed, I was like, oh, my, hell yeah. My freaking cruise ship is about to triangulate the uh, the great uh, unknown. Well, yes. it's been nice knowing you, dude. Oh, crap. Uh, so I, I, how do you feel about them raising the plane? I would say leave it. Leave the damn thing so, down too. there. What that? Leave that stuff alone, man. 
Whatever. Yeah. So I mean, um, you can get a uh, you could get something down there to take pictures. They did it with Titanic. Yeah, I'm down with that. Just send the bug down the little, you know, the little what are they? What was that uh, Ed Harris movie? Oh, a little geek. They called it. They sent that thing down. Oh yeah. On a cable. I don't know if we got a cable that long. I'll, <sighs> sh- I'll show you a cable that long. <laughs> I'm waiting. Anyway, yeah, I would. I want them to leave it down there. Yes. Um. I, I don't know. That's kind of. But they're not going to listen to us. And then, like, I'm like, who does it belong to? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Well, well, people. Uh, it seems like every couple of years, somebody comes out of the woodwork to make a quick buck mm-hmm. on this stuff. I think I found Bigfoot. Oh, oh, I hear a noise. Hang on. Bring the TV crew over. Yeah, it's a guy's lawnmower about a hundred miles away. Right. And then I kind of wonder, is this guy just trying to get? investors into his company sure. or you know what i'm saying like sure. there's always seems to be like some sort of ulterior motive yep. Or, yep. or whatever um but there's a few uh i was watching this vietnam special and um they're early in the vietnam early 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 on um early mid 60s uh there was a plane full of soldiers going over and uh it was going into uh it's been a while since i've seen this show uh, but they lost it. It was like 110, 120 soldiers were on there going okay. into Vietnam, and they lost it. And it was never. They never found the plane. Never found any human remains. They're still listed as missing. And the families. Oh are, my god. The families are pissed. Wow. Yeah. So there's definitely some uh, un, some unknowns still out there that uh, will probably never. They were going into Saigon, I think, in the early '60s. Yeah. Uh, before all the snit hit the fan over there. Okay. Uh, oh, that says 1975. No, no, no. It, it was early. I don't remember the years. Oh, here we go. It was, it was early. 93. Okay, let's see. After several stops, the plane disappeared over the Pacific. <gasps> the page isn't available. Ugh. Oh, no. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Dumb. I'm going to have to find that. I really, I'm curious about that. That sounds like something that's right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Crazy stuff. And, uh, then, uh, and then the Malaysian thing, they, although I think they found parts of that one. So that was that was going on. Remember the Malaysian thing that disappeared? Didn't it tail, yeah. the tail or a wing or tip or something washed up? Okay. So, so they know it crashed. I mean, there's no question it crashed. You're just never going to find it. Yeah, right, exactly. Was that three, flight 370? Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, the search for the missing airplane became the most expensive search in the history of aviation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally remember that. But they had a lot of uh, evidence on that one pilot uh, that uh, he was home computing. You know, he had like a flight simulator at home. Yeah. And he was uh, mapping out some interesting uh, side routes. Right. For sure. So there was probably a story behind the story there, but man, I don't know. You you want Amelia's? You, do you need to see it at a sh- no. museum in Chicago? No, I don't need to see her shoe to appreciate. You know the story. It's a great story, right? They were heroes back then, man. Isn't that amazing? How, Just giant balls. What a big deal that was. The dawn of aviation. Yeah, and to just- travel that far. I don't know. What a badass chick, man. It's like going to the moon back in the day. No. Going around the world was like going to the moon. 
Um, do you think Amelia Earhart, <clears throat> and I'm just throwing this out there as a big old lesbian. <laughs> I get the impression she was a member of the family. Really? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. How do you, what sixth sense? My gaydar. Oh, the gaydar. Yeah. Which, I'm not going to lie, tends to be wrong a lot of the times. I'm not very good at this. But I have an inkling. I'm like, mm. I'd like to follow you around the mall. What do you think of that one? What do you, th- <laughs> what do you think of that one? I'd like to. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to take you in the Victoria's Secret and go. What do you think of that one? <laughs> My girlfriend's gaydar is incredible. Really? Yeah, she'll be like, No, you're wrong. Duh, no. And I'm like, oh, Yeah. What's the? It's hard to get. What's the biggest giveaway? I don't know. Oh. It's a feeling. Oh, okay, I got you. It's a feeling. It's a, it's a, it's a premonition. So yeah. I don't know how to, it's a vibe you get. You don't. You look at them. I think you cheat and you look at her Subaru keychain. And uh, <laughs> I know you're, you're you know, you're, <laughs> you're not a psychic, dude. She drove a Subaru. That's <laughs> yeah, why anyway. I think she. <laughs> I followed her out to the parking lot. You got a big old Subaru. No, leave, leave Amelia. So you think Amelia Eric was a lesbo? I don't, she, there's some, okay. Is it because Fred Noonan looked a little lesbian? Did he? Oh, yeah. Fred, Fred, uh, he, well, he wore that scarf, and, and I'm like, dude, you are. He might be a, a member of the family. There's too. something going on. Yeah. Okay. Might have been a cross. It's just always a vibe I got when I looked at pictures and I looked in her eyeballs. I was like, mm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. She was a very attractive woman. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. She was really attractive. Yeah, 100%. I mean, she was like a rock star. And then put her in a plane where back then, do women fly? What? Right. <laughs> I bet she doesn't even touch the rudder. I bet it's Fred Noonan. Wait, was that his name? Am I saying his name? Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying Noonan. his name right. But anyway, it's just been a long-held thing, and I've, I've never shared that with anybody until now. So. Wow. Well, no, I like your premonitions, but uh, there's so now we have two mysteries to solve. Right. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, I got really interested in this. <laughs> I'm going to do a book report on this. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. Come on, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. <laughs> Johnny and D, JJO. Uh, students who received food from Cascade Union Elementary School District's nutrition program while they done their found metal shavings yeah. and French toast sticks they were being served for <sighs> lunch. I love French toast sticks. Isn't it brunch if you're getting French toast for lunch? For school, they got breakfast? Uh, they It was a brunch. It was French oh. toast sticks served oh. during lunch. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of schools do do breakfast. I said do do. Um with the nutrition, uh, the district's nutrition department providing food across multiple districts, thousands of students were potentially exposed, and it is time to panic. <laughs> Give me PC too. Um, here's a mom, Carol McWhir, claiming that her kid got sick. Came home sick, wanting to throw up. I told him to go lay down. If he's sick, just go lay down. I didn't Get know out why of my he was face. sick. I thought maybe, you know, the um, sicknesses passed through the school. But at 4 o'clock, that's when I got the notification. Son kept on complaining about stomach, a really bad stomach ache and a really bad headache. And he was saying it was burning and he was hot. Uh, that's syphilis. I'm, f- I'm familiar with that. Kid sounds like a pussy. <laughs> 
That's raging taste of crabs. I know what that's all about. Now, first there's panic, and then you realize there's a cream, and then everything settles down. Okay, fair enough. Okay, one time was it high school or middle school? Whatever. Um, there was a cricket head in a friend of mine's. Well, it was like more than a head. Oh. It was like it was everything but the legs. Uh, in her green beans, and you know, whenever we're dumb kids, so we freaked out about it. But now I'm all like, well, that's from the processing plant, yeah. obviously. Right. And look at you, it was common sense back in the day. Oh no, I did not have it back then. Oh. This is upon reflection. <laughs> I was. <laughs> That takes a that takes a, a big person to say that. Because I would have I would have never known had you not said anything. So I appreciate. It. Uh, no, we freaked out and told her to demand free lunch <laughs> and whatever. <laughs> you know, dude, uh, talk about foreshadowing. Look at you and your class action class loss, action lawsuit lawsuit self. It, right. You knew it back then. That's where it started. And then one time, so my mom packed my lunch for me. She'd pack my lunch occasionally. And she wore these fake nails, and she packed me. Oh no! Yeah, cold spaghetti, with, which uh, I love. Fingernails in it? There was a fingernail. Oh in it. no! Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my mom wasn't. My mom is. She'd keep her dentures in her bra, you know. So like a fake nail falling off into spaghetti's, like yeah, that makes sense. Can you say that again? <laughs> because. Uh... I have a very particular set of uh, t- of uh, romantic gu- uh, guidelines okay. uh, and needs. She put her dentures in her bra. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I think. Uh, God, I, I might have had a I might have had a grandma that did that too. Yeah. You I, know, it's kind of like uh, a football an NFL player putting their uh, mouth guard in their helmet, little guard, you know, face mask or whatever. Kind of like that, only it's your tits. Or they're chewing on it or whatever. Yeah, and she, you know, my mom is the reason why signs put, or signs are hung up at stores that say, we will not take your bra money. Oh. Yeah. It's a whole. That I've never seen. You've never seen people keep money in their bra? Yeah, back in the day, uh, they'd have a cigarette hanging out of their mouth. Dude, we're talking about the 70s. <laughs> Wild times. Wild times. I think my mom's hairdresser did that. Yeah. And she kept her money. She, she, you get out of the chair. I'd see people give her money, and she just stick her in her bra. bra. Yeah. yeah. So totally. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, but if you ain't careful with them dentures in your bra, you're gonna bite your own titty. You know. <laughs> I don't. The denture. God. Oh my God. This is. So you her, jogging some memories. I yeah, gotta tell you. Her reasoning for doing it is actually pretty solid. <clears throat> so you put the polydent or whatever the grip stuff on your dentures. Yeah. So when you take it out to take a break or whatever, I don't know why you're taking them out, but it would keep the grip stuff warm. Oh, interesting. So then she could pop them back in. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So they had a system. They, you know, they knew what worked. Then you wouldn't have to put it in, what, warm water? I guess, or take it off and reapply. I don't know. Maybe just maybe they didn't fit right and you're just taking a break Mm -hmm. when you're not around people or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Or you want to gum some Quaker Oats or something. Or a dude. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring your father into this. I don't know if your father was even in on it. I don't know where. Was it your dad, a traveling encyclopedia salesman? 
He was the Schwanz man. Oh, he was? Yeah, but. Your dad was a Schwanz man? No, he always joked about that because I wasn't oh, really okay. like anybody else. Oh, okay. And, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. My sister was the milkman's baby. Oh, okay, yeah. I was a Schwanz man's baby. Oh, you can only wish. Wait, I know! That Schwanz money is sweet, dude. <sighs> Ladies, I'm telling you. Get you a Schwanz. Court yourself a Schwanz and start them young. Get them when they're like 12. Yep. If your kid's going to school with a Schwan, you start setting that up now. Done. You're set for life. All right, well. That's called Schwan's gold. Yeah, it is, dude. As they say in the hills of Minnesota. Just trust us. We've done extensive research no. on the Schwan's family. No, Almost creepy-like. It is endless. Bo- <clears throat> bottomless, even. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.